Welcome to A Life Shared, where we talk with everyday people who empower, equip, and encourage others right where they are. I'm Ellen Martin. Glad you've joined us. I'm so glad you're here for our first episode of A Life Shared. This episode has been ready for weeks now, and I got to tell you, when I listened to it before I hit publish, it made me cringe a little. Phone, it dings during the interview, and I can't edit it out. And the volumes weren't quite right, and there's a little bit of an echo. Friends, my apologies, but indulge a girl. It's my first rodeo, and it's the beginning of... A life shared. Whenever we start anything, it's bumpy, but it gets better. I hope you enjoy the adventure that has just begun. Our first guest interview is with a professional photographer. She shares how she was empowered to do more than take pictures and in turn has empowered others to see themselves anew and even find their voice. Let's listen in. We have today with us our guest, Sue Elam. Sue, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, why don't you tell people a little bit about what you do? Well, I am a full-time portrait photographer. I photograph everything from pregnant mamas to multi-generations, three, four generations, lots of families, lots of high school seniors, charming little two-year-olds, the gambit. (laughs) At one time... At one time, I said, if it doesn't move, don't shoot it. <laughs> so I, I like chill. I, I like people and uh, I feel like, uh, like I get to play every day and get paid for it. That's pretty special. How'd you get started as a photographer? I was married to a photographer for four years. Um, and I can witness that good things come from bad. Mm. Uh, the marriage didn't last, but um, I was able to work for another photographer. Uh, that didn't work out smoothly uh, or didn't come to fruition as far as me buying him out. So I started my own business on April Fools of 97 uh-huh. and thought if it buried up, I could tell everybody it was a joke. <laughs> It sounds like it's worked out really well for you. We, in fact, have some photographs in our home of our whole family and our children that you have taken. And I'll never forget when the first photo that you did years ago, our three oldest who are teenagers now were were little boys. One was only a year old and someone walked into my home and there it was in the living room. And they said, wow, that picture is amazing. And all I could think was, well, it should be a professional photographer took it. A minister that we had once says, you don't just take pictures, you cast, you capture the essence of a person. Yeah, you do. And I, I thought that was one of the highest compliments I'd ever received. And, um, I thought if I started looking at my, my photography differently. Um, I thought of it as, like you said, capturing the essence of that individual. Um, I tried desperately to, make people relaxed in front of the camera. Um, I have a pretty sarcastic wit and I've learned to tread tread lightly with it um, at times. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, at a wedding, I always find that one person that I can pick on. 
Mm. And one one wedding I'll never forget. It was a it was a guy that was a DEA, and all of the guys in the wedding were DEA agents as well. So they all had the shaved heads. They were all fucked up. And there was one standing right in front of another one that was much larger than he was. So I called the younger of uh, the smaller guy, mini me. And <laughs> to the day, to this day, everybody still calls him that. So I guess we're back to that one. But, <laughs> but, you know, you just sort of try to find a way to make everybody relax and not over anticipate what's happening at that moment. Yeah. yeah. How do you think you became equipped to do what you do? Um, I'm from a large family. Mm. Um, I think I am not technically good at what I do. Uh, therefore, I have a very wonderful lab that makes me look better mm. than I am. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, uh, surround your pe- yourself with people that make you look better. Oh, yeah. They do. Um, they do a phenomenal job. Uh, when we did your last portrait uh, with the boys, uh, number one son was not in the best of spirits. So you just had to, I, I, I work quickly. I shoot mm. fast. And I try not to get people to over-anticipate what's happening. Um, and now so, with the technology they have, yeah. we were able to swap heads and make a perfect portrait. <laughs> And, and unless they hear about it when they're here at the house looking at it, they'll say, oh my gosh, that was such oh, an amazing yeah. photo. And I'm like, miserable shoot, excellent photo. And they just laugh because everybody knows, <laughs> well, you know, everybody knows that having your family photo taken can be very stressful from the getting ready to being out there um, and just hoping everybody cooperates and having five children. Um, it means more people have to cooperate, as you know, when you do big groups. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have created so many friendships, Ellen, over the last few years. Uh, you know, I've watched them. Um, I've taken maternity pictures and then did their wedding. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty fabulous. Yeah. Um, lots of newborn children. I've done their senior portraits. Um, and that's relation. We're, we have relationships. We, I'm not just their photographer. Right. I at least I hope they feel the same way. I'm curious, what's kept you going over the years? You said the industry has changed a lot. Um, the, you know, how people perceive pictures um, and having them taken, as you said, you're one of million photographers now, not just one of a few like years and years ago in my childhood or people went to Olin Mills. I don't know if JC Penney's even does pictures anymore. What's kept you yeah. in the industry as a photographer when there are a lot of things that could have made it easy to leave? Oh, that's a question. Um, I think it's those, those relationships and, and being able to capture those expressions and uh, the people themselves. Um, you know, when, when you have kids run up to you at the grocery store, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, and grab your legs and, and hug you because you took their pictures on a ball field. You have a connection with those people. I mean, I'm just once, I just photographed that child once. The mother didn't know who the heck I was because the <laughs> father bought them. 
so it made for the you know stranger danger a danger oh, yeah what is it stranger, stranger danger. danger yeah um the mother was yeah she was freaking out a little bit but and when i said hi i'm such and such and she then she'll say oh my gosh that was such a good picture and you're just like oh man thank you thank you maybe that's yeah. what does it yeah well speaking of that and, and this is sort of flipping just a little bit yeah what's really cool is uh this was when before cell phones became so darn easy accessible i guess you would say cost wise um girls that didn't have that had low self-esteem that would come in here mm -hmm. and be just absolutely miserable mm -hmm. uh, to, they did not want to be here uh, they had their shoulders were slumped they were looking down they they wouldn't make eye contact with me um and that's not a lot of kids. There aren't a lot of kids like that. But the ones that do come in like that, for them to sit, sit with me and then I show them what we've captured and watch them light up and sit up straight and turn into little divas is an <laughs> absolute delight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you equipped and, them with a whole yeah. other vision of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And with seniors, I'll say, um, you know, we're going to take your pictures and after we're done with this outfit, we'll look at your pictures. And if you don't like them, let me know because I no longer have feelings. And they look at me <laughs> and just act so surprised. But I try to leave everything in their court. Yeah. I try to make them feel empowered. Yes. And feel like they're in charge of the whole experience. That doesn't just leave them with photographs that they're delighted with, but it leaves mm -hmm. them with a moment where they knew that their voice mattered and that they were heard. And um, yeah. I don't know about you, but at 65 plus or 17 or 18 as in high school, or sometimes for me, even at 45, there are moments when I need to be reminded that my voice matters. Yeah. 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 But when you let them know that, um, or sometimes if they're timid, mm -hmm. I said, don't go home and tell mama you're not happy with them. We want to know now so we yeah. can fix it. Yeah. And sometimes if they're, they don't look real happy, I'll just say, let's do just a few more. Yeah. Let's do just a few more. What do you say? And then, yeah. okay. They're very <laughs> eager to, to do that. And, and again, some people don't jump into that role of, telling me what, what they would like done. They're too polite. And you know, are very ugly. <laughs> and a very ugly. Oh. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It takes the variety, doesn't it? Sue, a life shared is a short podcast yeah. and I would really enjoy continuing to visit with you, but uh, we're going to have to wrap this up. Thanks so much. Sue Elam. I call you mom for joining us today on a live shared. Thank you. Have a great evening. It was so much fun having my mom on the show for the first interview. She's a safe space for me. So it made it easy for me to get my feet wet with the first episode. Even though I'm not a photographer and you probably aren't either. All of us see people, the people we work with, the teller at the bank, 
the other people shopping at the stores and the cashiers at the checkout. We all see people. And what if, and shared with them, something we see that's a gift. It's noteworthy. Like when I'm at the grocery store and I see a younger child who happily hanging out in the grocery cart or walking along at the side of the parent. And as a mother of five children, remembering those days so well, I smile and say, you make so many good choices or you're such a happy baby. And the parents look at me and I say to the parent, I think you're probably doing a lot of great things and they're taken aback, but they also smile because for a moment they were seen. When I work with a coaching client and we're in our last session and they share with me the impact it's had on their life. Friends, it's a gift when someone sees us and shares what they see. A minister shared with my mother, you don't just take pictures, you capture the essence of a person. We might not change the way someone lives their life by a word that we share, but we can speak life into them and over them by the beautiful things we see that they do, who they are. Friends, that's a life shared. Thanks for joining me, Ellen Martin, for this episode of A Life Shared. I hope in some way you've been empowered, equipped, or encouraged to live a life shared right where you are. Join us next time. You never know who our guest will be. Thank you.